0: yeah, oh yeah, can I get up? Oh yeah, oh yeah, can I get up? What's up, enterprisers? Welcome to another episode of the Enterprise Now podcast, where we shape the mindset of the high achiever to think like an entrepreneur. We talk with masters of the craft to get the cheat codes to success, helping elite enterprisers level up and maximize their brand. I'm your host, Elsie, the mayor. Now let's get to it. Kathleen, we like to get right to it here on Enterprise Now. Um, first, let me say thank you for joining us. I know you have about 100 things to do today. So to carve out some time to share with us, uh, we really do appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: The very next thing I, I would like you to, to do, Kathleen, is to give us your very best, oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Nice. So Kathleen, tell us a little bit about your biz and how you got started.
1: Yeah, my business is Amplified Now. We help solo entrepreneurs and uh, small business owners um, make more money on their digital businesses and amplify the efforts they're already doing.
0: I happen to believe that there are basically four different aspects of business. There's sales, there's marketing, there's operations, and there's finance. Kind of looking at your background and your website, I assume the answer to my next question is going to be marketing. But if I had to ask you, which what is your favorite area of business? What would that be?
1: Yeah, definitely marketing. (laughs) Sales too, but not operations. That's why I have a business partner.
0: Got it. So what is it about marketing that um, makes it your fave?
1: You know, it's funny. Marketing gets such a bad rap because it, I mean, a lot, all industries do, right? But um, marketing itself feels scuzzy to people because they think of, I don't know, snake oil salesmen from the early 20th century, like going town to town and hawking their stuff. But the truth is without marketing, you don't have a business or an easy way to get leads. And so marketing is for the people who have built something that no one has seen. Nobody wants to be the best kept secret in their industry. And the reason I like marketing is because you can set it up and not have to think, you know, put on your salesman hat every single waking moment.
0: So let me ask you this. Some people say that sales is the most important part of a business. Some people say marketing. What say you?
1: You know, and it's funny, too, because the bigger the business, the more the salespeople hate the marketing people and the more the marketing people hate the salespeople. But like the people that I serve, solo entrepreneurs and small businesses, the truth is your sales and marketing. And marketing does the hard work of finding the right people for you to talk to in order to sell them your products or services. So I don't think that there's, you know, that's such a political answer, but I don't think you can separate the two.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's drill down a little bit over the, the, your experience. What is one thing that you can share with the enterprisers about marketing specifically that they can implement into their business? after listening to this episode that will grow their business
1: you know what's funny is i had the thought when you when you told me off camera off recording that we were just going to get right into it because to me that's the biggest piece of marketing is that a lot of people especially when you're starting out especially when you're new you feel like you need to prove yourself and you've got like you know certificates on the wall or um you go and get yourself another degree and you want to talk about that but just like in a conversation like this, nobody cares where you went to college. Nobody cares anything about your credentials unless you don't know what you're talking about. And because you're worried about your credentials, you are, you definitely do know what you're talking about. And so when we talk about marketing, it's not about look at me, look at what I've done. It's about I have a very specific way to solve a very specific problem that you can implement. And so when you, change the conversation to talking about the problems that you're solving and only the problems that you're solving, then what you're doing is you're taking the spotlight off of you. And that for so many digital entrepreneurs is such a relief because then it doesn't have to be about them at all. It doesn't have to be about where they went to school, how they grew up. In fact, very few businesses do well with that. Look at me. I'm so great sort of business model. And so the the idea that you can make money without having to have that is, I think, liberating. And if you can get to it right away, all of your marketing material gets better.
0: Got it. So let's dig a little deeper there. You mentioned, talk about the problem you're solving What are some practical tips that you can share? Um, Obviously, I don't want you to give away all the goods, but some tips that you can share that will help entrepreneurs focus on talking about the problem they solve.
1: Okay, let's talk about coaches because coaches are an industry that we serve. They're probably an industry that you serve as well. And they have each coach has their own way of doing things, their own proprietary 27 step system, whatever it is. Right. But nobody cares about the system. Nobody cares about any of that. What they care about is the transformation. So the more that your marketing talks about, th- so this woman who lives in the suburbs, who has two kids, who's an on- entrepreneur, and her her husband's a stay-at-home dad, totally my life. But but like you you paint that picture. You paint this before picture, and you say like, and she was stressed out with this particular thing, and then what you do without having to, again to your point, without having to give away. Your, your proprietary coaching program, you say, and after we worked together, her stress was better, her skin was clearer, her, like whatever it is, whatever it is that you, your method solves, then you paint that picture and all you have to say about your system is that it exists. And then this is what we, we teach our clients all the time is like, if you don't know what you're going to talk about, just talk about the last person you help. And if they, if you're in an industry where there's NDAs and you can't say like, we helped craft make a new cheese or whatever, um, what you do is you say, we helped, we helped this company that was making this match money. And that, you know, so you anonymize the details. So you say Fortune 500 or whatever it is. Um, usually we're working with solo entrepreneurs. So it's like this person who works in this industry was having this particular problem and after we worked together not only was the problem better but they won the lottery or you know (laughs) you don't say that but (laughs) but you talk about your specific problems that you solve and those transformation stories and if that's all you do for content marketing that's good enough because what you're doing then is like you think gosh I live in the suburbs I have two kids my husband's a stay-at-home dad I have I see myself in that before picture And what did you say the after picture was? Hmm, maybe I should get in touch. And so you don't ever have to talk about pricing. You never have to talk about like how long the commitment is. What you're doing is you're just talking about results. And to me, that's like the cheat code, easy way, hack for setting up your own marketing engine.
0: Very good. Now, let me ask you this. There is um, a trend out there now. Around personal branding and people wanting to know the person behind the business, do you agree that that is a thing or would you say that people don't really care? They want to know about results.
1: It really depends on who you are and who you serve. But even at the highest level, even at the biggest companies, people do business with people. People pick IBM over Mac because they know a person at IBM who's nice to them. That you know, it's not it's usually not anything more complicated than that. Now, if you're serving an e-commerce industry, like if you're I don't know, selling selling something seasonal online, it doesn't really matter who you are. You know, um, over it's like screen printing or something like that. But personal branding helps you regardless of what it is that you serve or sell or develop. So if you're at the beginning or middle of your career and you're not sure the trajectory, because who could possibly be, then what it's what it's good for is like, look, it, I don't know what where she's working right now, but uh, you got to follow Kathleen because she has really cool insights on I don't know. <laughs> Bad example. I should have used someone who's not me.
0: <laughs> Got. So, what you work with a lot of uh, solopreneurs. Do you have any tips, tricks for time saving? Because I, I've been there before where you are everything. They call it the chief bottle washer. You, I mean, you're your marketing department your sales, your operations, your bookkeeper, you're you're all of that. So how Mm -hmm. how do you manage all of that?
1: Well, and also you're a freelancer, right? Because the companies are hiring you. They know they're just hiring you. They're hiring you to do whatever it is that you do best. So my basic productivity method is to spend every Monday on my own business. And the first hour of every other day building my own business. So I do all my content marketing on Monday. I do all my writing on Monday. I do all my planning for the week on Monday. I start all the blog posts that I want to start because my writing method is very scattered. It's productive um, procrastination. So you get halfway through an article and you get tired of it and you go to the next one. And so that sets me up for the week because then when I go You know, first thing Tuesday morning, I go and there's a half finished article that I can just go ahead and finish. And it helps build my business while I'm serving clients, because if you don't dedicate that time to building your business and wearing all those different hats, then what you're what you're doing is you're extending the amount of time that you're serving clients one on one, even if you wanted to pivot to serving customers at scale.
0: Got it. Now, I know that you are a, a brilliant entrepreneur, but I have a segment in the show that's called What is the stupidest thing you've done? Because we've all done things, right, that we maybe shouldn't have done. And I know if you're anything like me, that's probably multiple. But um, give me one. One thing that you've done that you said, huh, probably could have done that different. <laughs>
1: Just one, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I think one of the biggest mistakes is not giving an idea enough time. So we have we're in this industry in this day and age where we get instant feedback. So if we send an email and nobody buys, or if we spend eight hours on editing a TikTok that gets five views, what we draw the wrong conclusions. Uh, nobody wants my thing. Oh. TikTok's stupid, or whatever. And none of that's true. The truth is, it takes time. And we know that. Like, we go to a restaurant the first week it's open, and and we're always reminded why we don't do that. But we go back because the restaurant needs time to get their act together. So we go back six months later, and it's, you know, there's a line, and it's hip, and they didn't mess anything up. And that's kind of the idea that we need to give ourselves. And so when you add something new, when you're adding a new service or you're launching a new product or you're trying out a different platform, you need to give it 90 days. And if you don't, then it's like, you know, that diamond dig, that video game where like if you dig too long or if you dig not long enough, you're not going to get the big diamond. You're going to turn around and go back and go for a smaller one. And you wouldn't even have known what you could have gotten once you spent three months telling people something that you feel like everybody should have internalized because you said it a thousand times in three months. But on month four is when people start trickling in and asking, do you do that one thing that you said you did a thousand times? Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's very, 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 very good tip. Kathleen, if people want to reach out to you, get on your email list, um, learn more about what you do. How can they do that?
1: They can head over to my website, amplifiednow.com. We have a free newsletter and a a paid newsletter option if if people want to go deeper. But yeah, amplifiednow.com.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank you so much.